After a bit of an unintentional hiatus, this is Psychotic. Welcome back to the Closet of Nonsense. I'm not going to go into a lot of details. I will often offer a bit of an apology. Uh, we did not mean for things to take this long before we did our next episode, but uh, the last episode, episode 11 with Dahlia Ray, was uh, released on July 10th of 2020, exactly 60 days ago, and I will be honest with you, in those 60 days, my world has completely flipped the fuck upside down. Uh, let's just all agree here. 2020, kind of a shit bag. More than kind of. Mostly a shit bag. We've got all these things going on and all this this unrest in the world, and that's what this episode's going to be around. Th th this one, it, it honestly concerns me how pissed off people aren't right now. Like, if there was ever a time in the history of, of the world, in the history of the United States, in the history of, of your life, now is the time to be pissed off about the right thing. Not the stupid little shit. I'm not talking about fucking Karen sitting there pissed off that she has to wear a mask and is screaming. That's not what I'm talking about. Those people want to be angry. They're good at being angry. They don't want facts. They just want to be pissed off about something. Cool. Do that. That's not who I'm talking about. That's not who I'm talking to. I'm saying if you are looking at the status of the universe and you are not in some general way just kind of upset you're missing something there's something going on in this world that you are not paying attention to because very little is going right be it from a political standpoint a health standpoint fucking mother nature is kicking the shit out of us this year there's obviously something wrong, and if you want to be religious and say it's apocalypse, if you want to go, it's just the way of the world, you want to say it's nature reclaiming, I don't care. I don't need an explanation. What I need is you to be pissed off. I need you to be angry. This has been one of those times, I'm not going to lie, I turn on MTV right now for the nostalgia of remembering when I was in my angstiest of angsty years, I really wanted music. I wanted my MTV. And that's what it was. That was my release. Now I do it because I'm hoping that it's the umpteenth rerun of ridiculousness, and I get to hear Chanel West Coast laugh because at least her laugh is like actual pure joy. Some people say it's annoying. I don't give a fuck. It may be an unpopular opinion. That's the highlight of my day. Often enough, that it's 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 almost sad. Like it bothers me that that's where we are. This is just one of those situations right now where there's so many things out there in, in the world that people are pissed off about for no good reason. Uh, Colorado Chick-fil-A led, uh, led the state in uh, COVID cases and was basically shut down. And people are freaking out about it. They're, they're freaking out about these scandals with McDonald's. They're freaking out about all the wrong shit. Don't don't be pissed off about stupid stuff. Be pissed off about real things. It's it's like in in Harry Potter when the ministry is like really really no Voldemort's not back. Voldemort's not back. No no. Well this little wizard and everybody believed that shit. Everybody's like yeah Harry's right. Dumbledore's right. We believe them. They're our heroes. They're right. Same shit in the real world now. You could be given straight facts on what's really going on and people are like nah nah I don't believe it. That, no. It's like it's like in Bubble Boy that that. God, he's got immunities. Yeah. 
don't be freaked out about what you can't see necessarily, but at the same time, that doesn't make it not real. You have to deal with things and accept things and find ways to cope and, and, and actually accept the truth of the matter. And, and this is one of those situations where I'm not going to get into as many statistics as I, as I would like to. Honestly, the statistics change. Um, I was going to release an episode over a month ago, and within the day that I recorded it to the ne- to the day I was going to release it, the facts changed. The numbers changed so drastically that I really didn't feel okay. Um, I, I do not ever want to be, none of us ever want to be considered quote-unquote fake news. And I'm not talking Fox News. I'm not going to talk MSNBC. I'm talking when we give you a statistic, we want it to be factually backed up so you can go, oh, it's not an opinion. This is a straight up DJ Khaled. These are facts. And that's how it's supposed to be. We're going to talk. I, I have to talk about COVID. Um, this is one of those things. If, if you listened back in February to, to almost everybody, ourselves included, myself included, people thought that by now things would be returning to normal. And in some ways they have. People are sitting there going, OK, we're going back to work. We're going back to school. We're doing all this stuff. But it's with such trepidation. It's with such just just nuances of fear that it's not going back right and that's that's justified that's how it should be because if you look at the situation the way that it is now nobody listened nobody actually just unilaterally went all right let's just shut the planet down for 30 days and then hit the restart button. Nobody could get on the same page. Nobody could agree on anything. Not even within the United States. I mean, state to state, county to county, you got people like, this is the state mandate, but we're going to ignore it because, you know, you're citizens and you have, yes, you are citizens and you do live in this. But the reason we have freedoms is because people aren't stupid. So don't be fucking stupid. It's really simple. Don't be, don't be dumb and be like, oh, I'm going to ignore this thing for the sake of, obviously, COVID is real. This is not a hoax. This is not some grand conspiracy. This is a virus and it is killing people. When they started releasing people, releasing the, the hold on people staying home, you know, it got up to a, at one point it was 2,600 cases per hour in July, per hour. Tens of thousands of people a day were getting COVID-19 and we were acting like, well, why? Because you're back in public, you jackass. Because you're not wearing your fucking mask. Because you're not listening to simple hygienic things. When you put people, I mean, and 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 as a promoter, as a, as a as a musician, it kills me because you watch people. Well, we're doing these house parties because there's no live music and we need it to be social. Because you know what, suicide rates are up hugely, exponentially, because people are lonely because they're not feeling connected. I absolutely want people to feel connected. I love the live stream music. I love that people are doing that. But people are going out and doing these these little renegade parties. That, that system systemically that's part of the problem doing concerts doing gra- gatherings it has been proven this causes issues even more so when school came back um university of alabama said there was 560 cases in their first week back and that was just based on their their one day of testing one day yeah there's new faster tests there's new ways to find things out there's there's new ways to fight the the virus that they figured out we are getting closer and closer by the day to an actual vaccine and now of course you have all these people going well the vaccine's going to kill you the vaccine's going to track you the vaccine at some point you have to just just choose to believe or not believe what's what's best for you for your loved ones for your family and go with it and that's almost the the epitome and definition of survival of the fittest. It, it it really is. And I don't know 
why so many people are fighting. I mean, the death toll could reach 300,000 in the United States alone by December. 300,000 people. In the world scale, that may not sound like a lot, but as a person who's lost numerous individuals to this disease, trust me, it's a lot. And, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people who are like, it can't affect me. It won't affect me. You obviously haven't lost anybody. You obviously haven't dealt with the ramifications of not just this disease, but suicide or other health complications because of what's going on or people not being able to get proper medical care because so much other shit is going on. All of these things, they pile on top of each other and it just causes this huge quagmire shit storm of consequence. And unfortunately, we're still dealing with people standing out on street corners screaming and yelling about, you know, how the government and, and 5G gave us COVID to scare us. Bottom line is be safe. There's other there's other things going on. And as we're trying to figure out how to to really get involved and really get back to what normal normal is ever going to happen the way that we remember a couple years ago. Who knows? It may never. I mean, if, if you believe scientists and actual people who do this for a living, we are entering a, 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 an age of epidemic where there's so many people, so many people in small areas packing themselves in tighter that the flu is running rampant, the plague is running rampant, they're talking about polio coming back. I mean, there's all these things that people aren't registering and realizing. And, and the bottom line is you have to take that on yourself. You have to actually sit back and go, okay, I'm going to be responsible for me because in the end, that's what you need to be responsible for. If you do that, you keep yourself safe. You are in turn keeping others safe. So let's just focus on that and try and stay as positive as possible. Um, the next thing I really, really, that is, that has just gone on through all of this, <laughs> man, right when we, we signed off and things was right when there was still a whole lot of riots and a whole lot of protests. And I've talked about it before, and I will talk about it till the, the day that I die. I am a firm believer in peaceful protest. I even believe that sometimes a riot will explode. I don't like the idea of rioting and damaging, and especially in situations like, we won the Stanley Cup, let's go burn our city down. But when you're that angry and people aren't paying attention, protests and riots, they get people to pay attention. And we're talking about, I mean... All 50 states, literally hundreds of cities across the nation and in other nations, 20 other nations in the world participated in Black Lives Matter. It's the single largest act of protest in world history. That is monumental. And if you are one of those people who says systemic racism does not exist in the United States, what rock are you sitting under? What shelter do you have from the rest of the world that you can't see it? Yet, I mean, don't get me wrong. I pray that you've never witnessed it. I pray that you've never experienced it or been the victim of it. More importantly, I, I, I hope against hope against hope that you've never experienced it. But I've seen it. I have friends who've seen it. I have, I've watched people degrade other people for the, the for their skin or their sexual preference or any number of different things it happens constantly and if you don't think it's real you you really probably need to go see an, an ophthalmologist or an optometrist get your eyes checked and if they say you're good you might want to go talk to a psychiatrist psychologist to make sure you're not crazy and if they say you're good you need to go see a proctologist because your head is up your ass this shit is real and it's wrong
and it's time that there is a change, and the fact that this nation is finally stepping in and going, holy shit, how do we let this go this long? It's a little fucking late, better late than never, and I hope it actually institutes change. We're sitting in a, in a, in a time, Breonna Taylor's killers have never been caught. They've never been charged. They released here a, a week or two ago, her ex was given a plea agreement that basically says he has to agree that she knew about drug trafficking was involved to try and exonerate the people who shot her in her sleep. Not okay. You got this, this situation with Rittenhouse up in Kenosha who goes and shoots protesters and the chief of police is saying that it's the protesters' fault and the cops did nothing wrong. If I, I am a heavily tattooed Hispanic man with a mohawk walked up to a cop with an AR-15, my head would be missing. They wouldn't hesitate. I know that. I look like Shrek on steroids. But because he was a young white male, he kind of got away with some shit. And that's not okay. And they're making excuses like, oh, we didn't, we didn't feel like he was a threat. I have seen numerous counts of people being attacked, maced, hit, punched, just absolutely berated on a massive level who were not a threat. So where does the line get drawn? Where Who decides what's what? Who decides, okay, this is okay and that's okay. And that's why there is this huge defund the police and, and, and make it privatized. And I don't know if that's the answer. I don't have the answer. I don't get paid to have that answer. But I do know that there is an age that every red-blooded American hits. 16, where the cops go from being heroes to being the enemy. The second you can get a fucking speeding ticket, you're like, man, I fucking hate the cops. And you start using throwing words like pig, and I smell bacon, and you make donut jokes. Everybody does it. Don't say you don't. On some level, you have been angry with the police officer. And on some other level, you probably wish there was a police officer around. Everybody hates the cops, so they need one. And 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 I am it, it blows my mind how we can have police officers in this nation who have less schooling than a person who goes to be a hairstylist or to be a tattoo artist or to to work in 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 some general education. I'm not saying all cops are bad. Obviously not. I'm not saying all of anything are bad. I'm just saying when there is a system in place that is obviously not working, that system needs to be refurbished. And obviously, police brutality is real. The racism is real. The systems that are going on in this nation, they've got to be looked at. And unfortunately, it's it's becoming this like chit in the political war chests that everybody's trying to throw out there. People's lives, people's existence, the, the very right to breathe – these are not negotiable things. These are not things that should be used for political gain or personal benefit. These are these are human beings. They're not commodities. They're not to be traded like assets. And it it it's definitely bothering me. And on the same token, like you look at a situation, <laughs> somebody here on on all sides has just missed a huge, huge marketing system, marketing uh, ploy. One of the biggest things that happened in the last two months, the Golden State Killer, um, Joseph D'Angelo. And I'm, and I'm going to talk about serial killers in another episode because if you know me, you know I'm fascinated. I'm, we're going to get into that. But here is a serial killer who committed 13 murders, 50 rapes, 120 burglaries. That's just what they know of. He suspected a more between 1973 and 1986. Dude was a cop. 
how has nobody turned that into a meme? Like, hey, this cop killed a bunch of people. There's your fodder. There's your ammunition. Throw that one out there. And no one seems to have been willing to do that. And it kind of blows my mind. I, I think somebody kind of missed the opportunity. And now it's gotten quiet enough that no, it's very quietly went into the night. But all of these things going on politically, all these things going on, you know, with, with, with management and who does what and who does where and bipartisanship. And it, it's, it's absolutely mind-blowing to me that the people who are actually reacting in a positive manner are not who would you who you would expect the nba postponing the playoffs that to me is such a huge thing because i'm not a sports guy everybody knows i'm not a sports guy i respect it i respect athletes i'm damn impressed by people i love i'm i miss snowboarding i miss skateboarding i miss riding my mountain bike i miss that shit I, I'm I'm getting back into some stuff, but you know I miss those things. But as far as like organized team sports, I was never very good. I like I love soccer, I love hockey, but I was never very good, so I never really got that involved in it. I don't have a team that I go nuts for. I don't have you know football, basketball. I can't give you stats, players, all that shit. I know some stuff. I'm not big on it, but the NBA as a whole, going you know what we're going to postpone because there's other more important shit going on. That's monster. That is straight up beast mode to me, and that's a huge, huge thing. I think it's incredibly, incredibly important that that the NBA did that. You've got people in the NFL protesting and doing it openly and not being berated, not being treated wrong for it. Good. These are people that you look up to. These are celebrities, and, and the more people who have actual clout and, and do it as a not just a person, but as a unit, as a team, that's that's the key here. And that then they, they take it even further. Like the NBA has gotten a little political here. Like back in early August, uh, postman, postmaster general that was appointed by, by president Trump started to remove, uh, post office boxes, voting centers, things like that. They started to defund the post office. We're not going to do mail service. You're not going to be able to do voting ballots, all these things. And the NBA in that situation just responded by going, fine, we're going to turn all of our arenas into safe voting centers. That's huge too. They, they, they literally said, oh, well, there's a there's a need. We'll fill it. We have the opportunity. We have all these empty seats and all these things that we're not doing for anything else. We should definitely do this. That makes sense. And I really, really, really think that that sends a message not just to, to politicians, but also to, to the youth and the people who are looking at it going, oh, wow, you know, you know, see a need, fill a need. I mean, I hate to quote that that Disney movie or whatever, Dreamers from Robots, but, you know, that's true. And that, and the NBA stepped up and did that. And that's been a huge thing. I do think it's funny that as soon as they started saying they were doing that, um, <laughs> I just kind of laughed my ass off because at the same time getting arrested and there's all the scandal about the build my wall deal, which I'm not going to get into that because I don't understand it closely enough to be able to give you facts on it. But that was happening. And then the, then the post office was like, oh, we're going to stop changing things till after the election. Sorry, sorry, maybe we were a little premature there. And it makes me wonder if there wasn't just somebody on some upper level there going, well, if we do this, maybe people won't notice. And if they don't notice, maybe we can do what what we've done before. And if you don't think that elections have been stolen, you're you're kidding yourself. Elections get stolen all the time. It's been happening throughout history. I've witnessed one in my own lifetime. I watched an election straight up get stolen. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft today, in fact, kind of said, well, we've been trying to tell people and nobody's listening to us, but we've got Russian hackers, Chinese hackers, and Iranian hackers. They're trying to affect the, the upcoming election. Just so y'all know. 
it's happening now. And so the the safer you can go doing your mail-in, doing your stuff. You know what? I say this all the time. If you don't know about your local election, educate yourself. You got to like if, if you aren't changing things on a local level, you're affecting the national level. And if you don't think that your vote counts on a, on a national level, it definitely counts on a local level. Do that. If else, affect your local legislature and make an affect change in your neighborhood. That that's something that that you will see change directly because of you, because of your actions. So definitely do that. Um, I am going to do a political po- podcast. I'm probably going to get a couple people involved with that that because I like arguing more than I like spouting. Um, I, I will say two things about right now. You got you got a president who is backpedaling consistently, getting caught in he's stepping on his own words. And I don't know if anybody watched the the Republican National Convention. That was the strangest sideshow I've ever watched in my life. And the Democratic National Convention was very, very angry in a way that I was not prepared for. I, I was, I came away from both just kind of like, what in the fuck did I just watch? What the hell was that? If you get a chance, get on YouTube, do do some Googling, look at some of the speeches, some of the things that were said. Man, it's just, it's like there is no middle ground. You will think this way or you will think that way. And there's nothing, the, the idea of choosing the, the best option, regardless of party, just doesn't seem to really get any attention right now. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be separate parties, because I don't believe in a, in a totalitarian state of one party, one nation, one... No, that terrifies me. I'm much too punk for that shit. Don't fucking do that, because I'm going to go straight anarchy. But I will say that if you're if you're focusing solely on your party, you probably need to do a little educating because it's the fact that there is a split in parties that we have no end in sight for all the shit that's going on. There is, this is a global pandemic. We have been in a situation of lockdown on one level and restriction. I call it the the isolation is what I call it. Um, This has been going on for seven months. And and I, and I don't know about other countries, but the fact that the the, the U.S. has given twelve hundred dollars to most of its citizens, not even all, but most of its citizens, and that's it. This is a problem. Uh, people are starving. People are getting kicked out. I have firsthand knowledge that even though evictions are technically illegal, they happen um, pretty regularly. It's it's not a good situation to be in right now. The world is a little bit scary, and we're in an election year, and we've got. Bright spots, we've got sad spots. We've got, do we do more of the same? Do we actually affect change? Is the change a good thing? You know, I'm not one of those people that's, I didn't want to vote for creepy Uncle Joe. I don't I don't want that. Though, I would vote for Kamala Harris. Um, first black South Asian woman to be nominated for the vice presidency. That woman will affect change. And uh, I believe in that. I believe Joe Biden has the best of intentions, but the man just, is a little, a lot of crazy. And that's a little, I don't know. Um, but in my opinion, and I'm going to go on the record on this, you're basically choosing not to be fascist. If you, if you choose the democratic ticket at this point or any other ticket, I don't give a fuck if you vote Kanye though. God, please don't let him get elected. That man needs psychological help. And I have friends who are very Kanye fans. You know what? I don't really need I, I I don't need pictures of the president and Yeezys wandering around the White House lawn. It it scares me. Please don't let this happen. But but don't 
don't be okay with with more of the same. If if you're gonna vote Trump, vote Trump with the expectation of things getting better. Please don't don't be like, oh, it's it's fine. The world's not fine. Things are not okay. Go outside, talk to your neighbors. The world is not okay right now. So expect change. And and I don't see a lot of that. Um I do also have to give a little bit of a shout out the fact that the the Biden Harris campaign decided to go on Animal Crossing. You know, I remember Rock the Boat and Bill Clinton going there like, I didn't I didn't I wanted to. I didn't inhale, but I wanted to. Yeah, that that shit matters. Educate yourself. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what political affiliation you are. Educate yourself with actual news, with actual facts. Go outside the norm. Stop paying attention to the media so much and give yourself an opportunity to really learn some shit and make an educated decision there. Um, I know this was kind of a weird rant. I went off for a few minutes. I just felt like I had to get some shit off my chest. Please get pissed off. Get angry. Do something. And try, make it positive. Turn your anger into fuel. Let it teach you to do something more. Because Jesus, fuck, this is getting ridiculous. The idea that we're just going to sit by and I'll see what happens. Okay, cool. When that truck runs you over, see what happens. Music on this one. Uh, have to do it. The boys in Cyber Goth, uh, aka and Jobin, they they threw out a Kimbo, and it's a fucking killer track. That's what uh, you were listening to on the way in here, and then on the way out. Uh, my label, Prophecy Records, is is really proud to finally get David Angel's EP Mirrors out. It's available on all platforms. Um, I'm playing the fourth track off that one higher as I leave here. Please do me a favor, stay safe, check on your friends. You have no idea how important that is, and. Uh, Hopefully, I'll get back on course and we'll get some more people in here to, I don't know, piss you off. Peace! So there's a star out there with your name And it's shining with all your grace I knew it's breaking my heart until Just the 